I am Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And we're paranormal specialists who live in the most haunted city on earth, Savannah, Georgia. Every day is Halloween in our line of work, so join us as we spin true tales of haunts, murders, and disturbing Savannah history. I'm Madison. I'm Chris. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the most haunted city on earth. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the most haunted city on earth. My name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And I'm JT Timmons. And today we have a very fun episode. We're going to be talking about the top five most haunted places that you can stay right now, which is Ooh. super exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spooky tourism. Yes. Dark mm-hmm. tourism is our favorite thing. It's our favorite type of tourism. Yes. The, um, Although some dark tourism is just straight up weird. Like, I'm down with I, 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 I'm, I'm not. There, there's some, <laughs> some levels of dark tourism that I'm not. I do not want to go to, like, you know, killing fields or, oh, you know, places where, where horrible, terrible yeah. things have occurred. I was about to say, I, I definitely want to go to killing fields. No, yeah. not for me. Not, not, not my interest. That's okay. <laughs> so that's a big thing with paranormal people, I find, is there's a lot of paranormal people that draw the line at true crime, and then there's the rest of the paranormal people that are like, give me all the true crime. <laughs> yeah. And I, I enjoy true crime. I just don't want to actually go to these places. I just don't want to stand in understood. the place where somebody suffered a, a great deal and died a horrible death. Oh, I definitely do. I um, <laughs> At Florida State, you know, Cayo. Well, well, yes, of course. And it, it used to stand at a certain spot, right? Mm-hmm. And I knew that spot because I confirmed with my father. I'm like, this is it, right? And because uh, then he's like, yes, freak. And, uh, and so <laughs> yeah. he's like, that's it, Jay. I remember. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so I would actually divert uh, when heading to class. I would go a, the long way just to go by the Cayo every morning, mm-hmm. um, like where it stood. Because I don't know, it just gave me like a... I don't know. Maybe I'm just a true crime freak, but although that's, it was possible. a lot of the sorority houses at Florida State are haunted, my sister sure. is currently in a sorority at Florida State, and she's she's living it's, in it. And it's right near now. Kaya. Yeah, it is. It's right near where Kaya was, and she's like, it's really haunted. Universities harbor happen. amazing amounts of paranormal activity because. Uh, it is oftentimes the breaking point of many people. Many people have their psychotic break uh, at the age 19, 20. That is, mm-hmm. that, or for the longest time, that was the comment. I believe the age has actually gone down now. Now the psychotic breaks yeah. are more commonly seen in like 13 and 14 year olds. But um, in that transition period between high school and, and real life, uh, that, that pressure. So I think every university has a... Uh, a long line of self-harm, a long line mm-hmm. of, of suicides and, and, and trauma, just straight up trauma. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think university campuses, uh, that might be a good episode for later is the, the most haunted True. universities. Oh yeah. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, yeah. we did. That's talk, a great idea. We did a whole episode on SCAD, on SCAD and, yeah, and how absolutely. haunted SCAD is, but yeah, we could definitely do all the different I mean, um, Penn state is not mm-hmm. paranormal state. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. the, uh, the, the, home base for that is Penn State. It's true. Yeah, it is true. All right, so let's let's jump into it. But first, we have a couple quick uh, we have a couple quick announcements. Yep. Um, so Madison, go ahead and start us off. Um, let's start off with uh, uh, thanking the uh, newest pair of junkies. Yep. So, All right. 
Yep. So we want to thank a few new para junkies. Uh, so we've got Ricky Wilms. Yeah. Um, Adrian Lopez, Casey, Minnie McPherson, and Trisha Cullen. So Woo-hoo! thank you guys so much for becoming para junkies. Um, we really appreciate all the support and the things like that. I that like y'all the alliteration can... of Minnie McPherson. Right? Yeah, right. That's it's a, a fun that's a, name. That's a character name for like a player. Yeah. A it really is. Yeah. And, um, it's true. But yes, if you would like to become a para junkie, though, we really appreciate it. It helps us out to continue um, growing and making new content, like the short films and the live streaming and all that. It's because of the para junkies. And we also have a new option for annual subscription. So if you want to just like subscribe all at once, don't have to worry about monthly payments or anything and like that. And you get that, a discount. And you get a discount. Uh, definitely consider doing the annual subscription. Ricky Williams did it. Thanks, Woo! Ricky. Ricky. Yes. yes, yes. So thank you guys so much again. And definitely consider joining us over on the Parajunkie side. They're currently watching this as Heck we film yeah. it right That's now. That's right. So. Yeah. They're getting this straight from the source. Straight from Unedited. the source. Yes. Because, you know, we, we make so many mistakes. You, you wouldn't believe. Yeah, it's, just it's true. It's true. If you're listening to this and you are on the uh, the border of becoming a para junkie, just fall off the cliff. Okay. Right. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> yes. It's so fun. We have so it's much so fun. It's so fun to fall off cliffs. Yes. yes. You're right. <laughs> Go to places where terrible tragedies happen and fall off cliffs. That's yes. That's JT's travel about. tips. Yes. Um, and so... <laughs> And then also, before we get into today's episodes, we do want to thank our two um, sponsors for today's episode. So we want to thank Cosmic Corner, um, which is a local metaphysical shop here in Savannah. It's one of my personal favorites. I sell my jewelry through them. They're wonderful, wonderful people. They are LGBT owned um, and they are just fabulous people, a really great pillar in the witchy community um, of Savannah. So if you want metaphysical goods, um, books, witchcraft tools, Mm -hmm, herbs, mm -hmm. candles, uh, altar goods, all the things that you could possibly want for your witchy needs or your banishing of negative spirits or whatever it is that you're doing, um, definitely check them out. You can find them at shopcosmiccorner.com. Yep. And if you're in town, uh, they are located off of 38th Street. But they are one of our lovely sponsors. And then our other sponsor is Savannah Repertory Theater. Yes. Yes. They are actually sponsoring today's episode to promote uh, their upcoming production of Empanada Loca. Which Woo! is gonna be so fabulous! I it's am gonna so be fun. Excited. It's gonna be fun. It's based on uh, the horrors of Dolores Roach, right? So well, it yeah. was a play or first. Vice versa. Yeah, yes. it, was, it, was, yeah. That, it is the ultimate. Uh, like uh, the the TV show is definitely where it came from. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. And a podcast actually was. Um, created around the story of right. Dolores Roach cool. as well because yeah I was about to say it's a it's a fascinating media uh trickle it uh, is because it, it goes through many forms to finally land at a television show yeah yes um so they are doing that next month um to give you a little synopsis of it uh drug dealer masseuse ex-con survivor Dolores has led a life like no other. Now living deep under Manhattan in an abandoned subway tunnel, she has a story you won't believe or ever forget. Inspired by the legend of Sweeney Todd, one of JT's favorite musicals and one of my favorite as well, uh, Impanata Loca is a thrilling new play about an indomitable woman who knows that this is a dog-eat-dog world. Only one rule matters. Eat or be eaten. 
Oh, yeah. Boom. So, yes, boom. Um, so this play does contain graphic uh, language, and it is intended for mature audiences Good. only. It is 18 plus, so <laughs> if you live in Savannah and you are under 18, I am sorry. Maybe. We could sneak in. Bruh, whoa, no. whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. We no. make no promises. <laughs> Anyways, uh, 18 plus only, um, but you can watch it on Hulu, I believe, or Amazon Prime, uh, whichever the... Uh, the show is on and it is excellent. Um, but Empanada Loca will be the first show performed at their new location, um, the Rep Downtown, which is 402 East Broughton Street in Savannah. Right on the corner of Habersham and Broughton. It's an amazing space. It used it to be is. an Acura dealership, but it's this incredible uh, location. Yeah, it, it is. Really, it it's really is. It's going to be fantastic. Um, performances are Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at 8 p.m. Uh, general admission is going to be $40. Senior slash military tickets are going to be $35. And tickets are now on sale. Yes, get them. Um, get them. Yes. yes. And those dates are going to be September um, 7th through the 10th. And then also the 14th through the 17th. So... Definitely. We're check. definitely going. Yes, we will be there. We will be um, there. At one of those nights for sure. So it's going to be really excellent. Definitely come check it out. They're also going to be doing um, a little bit more of an immersive experience as from what I've heard is they're going to be. Um, will they be selling empanadas? I think they will be. I think there will be <laughs> empanadas and there will be Latinx um, vendors and things like that selling their various wares and all that. So it's going to be a really good time. All right. But Let's yes. uh, thank you so much for the uh, for the announcements. Let's go ahead and jump on into it. Yes. All right. Top five. Yes. Top five places to stay. Let yeah. me tell you, Madison has taken this episode because she does a lot of the planning for the episodes. Um, she has taken this episode more serious than any other episode that I've seen her <laughs> plan because she's like, you know, this is this this is such an important topic like well yeah we need to just make this the checklist for this podcast where we'll we'll, yeah. we'll try to hit each and every one of these oh in, that's a, in, that's in, a great in idea. future that's and a great so idea. and it's so hard to condense into five yes um, top five is tough i was like well five <laughs> yeah well so here's the thing is because we want to i want to give you all the details on these places and things like that so if we did a top 10 this would be a two-hour podcast yeah that's you know that's it's like um that's still got to talk about them. I mean, we can talk about the five through ten next sure. if you wanted to. Okay, but that's a good it. idea. Yeah. Um, to be continued. But for right now, though, this is the top five. And if we do not include something that you think needs to be on this list, please go ahead and send it to us. But I will say, I took a lot of care in trying to decipher and weigh out the various <laughs> um, reasonings of why these should be on this list. Yes. Because there are like 10 billion different places oh, in absolutely. America. Just America. And we're just doing America, right? Yes, yeah, just, just America. Because um, when we go international, that's... that's it that's, gets even harder. Super difficult. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, but yes, this is just America, and these are not all hotels, so you will see. Um, some of them mm -hmm. are... Odd sleeping arrangements, if the very least. But um, <laughs> so, number one. Actually, let's start with number five. Yeah, yeah. Number let's five. start with number five. Say. All right. So the number countdown. Yes. Let's start with number five. The Conjuring House. Absolutely. Burlville, yep, yep. Rhode Island. I almost said North Carolina. North Cackalack. Yeah, but it's not. It's Burlville, Rhode Island. Um, so. 
all of you, I'm sure, are very familiar with The Conjuring House. I mean, how could you not? If you are into the paranormal, you'd be living under a rock if you didn't know what The Conjuring House was. But to give you a little bit of the history about the house. Now, mind you, all of these synopsises of... Um, of the different places that I'm in their hauntings, I pulled straight from each of their websites right. because yeah. we can tell their stories, but I want to hear it right from the horse's yeah. mouth. What they're trying of, to, uh, yeah, of what right. they're trying to convey. Yes. Um, and and we have uh, we have pricing and like availability, yes. right? Okay, cool. Yeah. So we'll get into those in just a little bit, um, That's awesome. but I want to give the overview. Yeah. So. With the Conjuring House, uh, the old Arnold Estate, located in Harrisville, Rhode Island. So I guess it's like, since it's small towns, whatever. Technically, mm -hmm. they are in Burlville um, nowadays. But at the time, when it was built, it was Harrisville, Rhode Island, is an authentic colonial home, uh, circa 1736, whose paranormal phenomena were made famous by the Conjuring movie in 2013, depicting the hauntings of the Perrin family that lived there in the 1970s. Its paranormal past runs deep as far back as the 1700s when the spirits of native tribes remained embedded in the land up through the present day with the many spirits who continue to inhabit and visit the property. The mystical farmhouse offers visitors an opportunity to engage with authentic paranormal activity and is considered one of the most active paranormal locations in the world. Set on 8.5 acres... Surrounded by stone walls, open fields, a river, and a forest, which is like the perfect combination for a haunted location. Sure. Um, running water in general is like one of the best things you can have if you want a haunting. So uh, there's that. But visitors come from around the world to observe and connect with the energy here that Andrea Perrin describes as a portal cleverly disguised as a farmhouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to describe it. Yeah, absolutely. Since opening to the public in 2019, thousands of visitors have witnessed and engaged with the abundance of supernatural activity present here. For anyone longing to connect with the other side of existence, this is the place to do it. The Conjuring House is a historical treasure with pastoral beauty, providing that uh, those who are curious with an experience they will never forget. For some, an experience here can provide the key to understanding that our consciousness survives death and that we can connect with those who have passed before us. So here's the thing. They do 10 bajillion different things at this house. Um, so we're going to be talking specifically about staying right. at this the house. The overnight stay. But they have a laundry list of staff that works yeah. for them. They have resident mediums. They have paranormal investigators on staff. They have tour guides. They've got uh, just a slew of different people. So and they, it is expensive. It's the priciest one on this list besides, I believe. I have the prices. Do you want me to Although, just throw them up? Uh, no, I have it. Oh, over. you have in, yeah. in In its staying capacity, the price is for the night, but you can split it among up to 12 people so correct? it's up to it depends on the night that you're going right, right. um so how much it costs <laughs> hold on to your pearls it's gonna <laughs> um so on sundays through thursdays if you are staying the night and want access to the house then it's going to be 960 dollars is that per private night. access 
uh, no. So they will host up to 12 people. Okay. So it could be up to two groups okay. in the house. But, Ooh, and you have access to the money. whole. Mm-hmm. You have access to the entire property, all 8.5 acres, uh, the entire house, yada, yada, yada. Ah, um, so you can have up to six people so that's 960 dollars split amongst six people if you would like or if you want to add people to that you can um, pay 160 dollars extra per person um if you had like a group of seven or whatever it be and that gets you access to everything um or if you are going on a friday or saturday then it is 12 uh 1280 per night for up to eight people and that also gives you free reign to the entire property. Now, if you just want to go stay on the property, but you don't necessarily want a paranormal investigate because they don't give you any of the paranormal um, investigative gear or anything like that, you got to bring your own gear, which I mean, is not uncommon for no, paranormal experiences. Um, they also offer a option that's a little bit more affordable to a degree uh, called gamping. Ghost camping. <laughs> camping. Camping. Welcome to camping. Yes. And so they have decked out these like trailers of sorts and like glamping type tents that have couches or they've got um, multiple beds. They've got, um, you know, like all this stuff. But it is not like your traditional camping. They are not a, they very, stately uh announced that they are not a campground so there's not like a shower or anything because most people are who are going there they're not really going to sleep there they're going yeah. to spend the whole night wandering around the <laughs> conjuring property peeled. right exactly uh, but the camping you can basically book that from anywhere to three hundred dollars <laughs> up into four hundred dollars depending on how big of a tent or trailer that you're getting um, but with that you only get access to the outside you do not get access to the inside of the house so that would be more so in my opinion if you were a little bit weary to go investigate in the house because the notorious Although, type legend uh, there's a tree on that property that uh, that served as a as a hanging tree yes I mean isn't that part of the whole the lore? conjuring lore yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, it's fascinating because, to be honest, if you've got a group of six to eight friends, uh, the price is cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very cheap. It's less than $180 a person. Oh, yeah. You know, when you think about it. Uh, for what you're doing, for that experience. Uh, yeah. m- me and my wife nearly went, just the two of us, uh, and willing to pay the price uh, because we were right there. We were, like, within a driving sure. distance. It was like, oh, And it was just recently opened, so we're like, oh, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. You know, we had just met people at the the, um, uh, Lizzie Borden house that had come straight from the Conjuring house, and they were full of their... You know, mm-hmm. stories of, of staying there. So, um, so yeah, when, when, when we calculate it and we think of, like, uh, if we were to bring the most haunted team, you know, we definitely would be at least four people, if not, right. you know, six people. Yeah. Uh, that becomes a very reasonable price for, exactly. per person. Yeah, you're right. And the Conjuring House is one of the places that we have been contemplating going to um, in the near future. We had all- so it's 
almost this past summer, we we had serious conversations about going. Like oh, uh, like in June, July, we we were like, oh, you know, we could set aside some time. We can yeah. we can get up there and um and split it amongst the uh, the team. So eventually, we're gonna do it yeah. um, because it seems really fun. Uh, and now, if you do stay in the house, they do give you cots. So if you get tired, you can take a uh, nap in a I cot. I get a cot. Yeah, yes. a whole cot. A whole cot for one hundred eighty dollars. Half a cot. Wow. Yes, but you, you have don't, to share it. Yes, but you do <laughs> not get. No, I'm oh. But you don't get a hot meal, so it's not like no. prison. Sorry. Yeah. No. You meals. just get the cot. No hot. <laughs> <laughs> Bring some pop tarts. Yes, bring some pop tarts. You're not here for sleep. You're here for ghosts. I would be there for sleep. I would go to sleep at eleven, like always. We wouldn't. I, w- I could not make it past eleven. We would not. We have a JT waking stick. We do. We have <laughs> JT, scary things. Scary JT, things grab the camera. JT, JT. So that's definitely one that we'll be doing. But that is number five. I put it as number five specifically because it's a really expensive experience for a lot of people to and do. And it's not, by any stretch of imagination, a hotel. It's or, not. Or, you know, when you think about it, it is, uh, it, it is a very over-glorified Airbnb. It is. So. And it is also the only one on this particular list that is a paranormal experience right. over being a place to stay. Yes. Right, right, right. Also right. a reason why it's number five, because you're not really going there to sleep necessarily, but so, you can sleep there. Absolutely. Maria Cruz said, I feel like it's almost justifiable in price for the paranormal experiences you could have. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. No, we no, would, no. We, we would pay it. It's we, just, we, we, we're, we're looking at this at a, at, at the tourism dollar and not the experiential dollar. Yeah, exactly. Um, because there are certain things that, that don't have price tags to them, you know. Um, it's true. And also when you're comparing it to some of the hotels that are on this list that are also very haunted um, but significantly cheaper, it can be, to some people, a little bit more reasonable to go to those places. Sure. But also it doesn't include the fact that... If you start working per person, though, or per bed. Oh, yeah. Concept. Well, it also doesn't include the amount of travel that it would take to get to those places. Good point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like not everybody lives around Rhode Island. And so if you live in the in New England, then you are very lucky, but... Right. And all of New England is really compact. It is. Like, um, it feels like you can you can traverse all of New England, you know, in a weekend. Yeah, you I can think, pretty bounce. I think we did. You can bounce around. <laughs> right. Um, but yes. So number four. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going to move on to Hotel Monteleon. 
in New Orleans. Woo woo. I could not include a New Orleans hotel on this list because I feel like the paranormal community would come at me <laughs> with uh, pitchforks because y'all are so intense about New Orleans. I mean, like New Orleans. New Orleans it's, it's is a, um, it's a haunted, haunted city. It 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 definitely is on the rival. You know, toe to toe with Savannah when it comes down to the type of haunting and the uh, uh, level of notoriety for haunting. Exactly. Um, this hotel is absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, it is right in the French Quarter. So if you're looking at it from like a place to visit, um, if you're going to New Orleans and you want to stay in a haunted hotel, this one seems like a good location, locale-wise, because right, the entire French Quarter at your disposal is right. You know, it's fantastic. Right. Um, so this one, uh, has a multitude of different stories attached to it. Uh, but to give you some overview, um, they have one spirit, a maid known as Mrs. Clean, who (laughs) reputedly haunts the hotel. Paranormal researchers once asked why she stayed and the maid whose mother, grandmother, and great grandmother also worked at the hotel said she was picking up after housekeeping to ensure high standards. So you'll know that's oh, when you, you go. go there. It's right. always going to be luxurious because of Mrs. Clean. Mrs. Clean. Oh, Mr. Mrs. Clean's Clean. estranged wife. Right. On a side note, the hotel is also home to one of the best and most historic bars in the city Care for God, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is what they call it. That is not just, you know, us outsiders calling it that. That is literally <laughs> what I, I, I remember that very distinctly um, because New Orleans, it, it earned that nickname um you know especially after uh katrina you could tell like when we went there in 2019 Mm -hmm. 2021 one of the two um that whole era of 2020s was just a blur Blur. but one of the years around that we went when we went to new orleans you could feel the impact uh, because like a lot of the cemeteries had been overgrown, um, yeah, things like that. So I understand why they call it the city that care for God, which is sad. And I hope that that changes eventually, but, uh, the cemeteries are still beautiful to see and things, but anyways, back to the hotel. So the ghost of, uh, Maurice Be- Beguer, Beguer, Be- Begier? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to go through all the possible. Uh, yeah, because I, I, well, I know that somebody is going to know exactly how to pronounce that. And they're going to be like, mm, actually, it's mm-hmm. this. Um, but anyways. you know, Alex Machado's from from Nola. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's go. great. Yeah. Um, so Maurice, we'll just call him Maurice, has not been the only sighting on the 14th floor. He's their most famous ghost. Um of the Hotel Monteleon. Um, so one night, a couple entered the elevator on the lobby of the hotel. They pressed the number for their appropriate floor and found themselves in a tight embrace. In an attempt to keep this article PG rated, found themselves, sounds like the best way to phrase it, uh, is what they they had listed on their website. <laughs> They were so otherwise preoccupied that they didn't realize the elevator had stopped on the wrong floor, the 14th floor. Dun, dun, dun. Sounds like a Stephen King novel. Mm. The door pinged open and the couple stepped out, eager to head back to their hotel suite. But the moment that the elevator door closed behind them, the air around them grew cold and the skin on their arms prickling as an inkling of awareness edged out. 
the passion, holding hands, they slowly made their way down the hallway with each foot planted on the ground. The already cool air grew that much colder and the chill shuddered down their spines. They rounded the bend in the corridor and nearly released a scream at the ghostly scene before them. Although the couple hightailed it back to the elevator they record with record speed, what they saw was imprinted in their memory. Apparitions of children playing in the middle of the hall, children not wearing present-day clothing, but clothing of a bygone era. Of childlike giggles, then one by one, each child's apparition stopped to stare at the couple before vanishing from sight. Mm. Yeah. Always worth mentioning that uh, many uh, tall buildings, uh, the 14th floor is in fact the 13th floor. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they do not call the 13th floor the 13th floor. It's true. Uh, in an attempt to avoid, you know, the calamity that comes from that superstition. So true. it's very possible that the 14th floor is in fact the 13th floor. That is true. Um, so these ghostly children might have been in a previous era, but various other paranormal investigators over the year have come to con- uh, in contact with a 10-year-old boy who also likes to frequently visit the 14th floor. Through the spirit informed um, the investigator, oh, though the spirit informed the investigators through EVP sessions that he died at a later age, he apparently likes to return the- to the Hotel Monteleon as a young boy so he can play with the other spirits of children who remain at the hotel. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, there is a bunch of different apparitions and things you can come in contact with if you yeah. stay at the Hotel Monteleon. And Alex wanted to add in that there is a hotel in NOLA um, where the singer from The Heartbreakers died in it. And apparently his ghost haunts his room. Um, and his name was Johnny Thunders. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is also not uncommon um, for music towns and mm-hmm. things like that um you see it out in la too the roosevelt hotel which did not make it on this list i know a lot of people will ask <laughs> about that um marilyn monroe is also rumored you yep. know same way to sure. haunt her room even though she, mm-hmm. i don't think she we discussed that on the yeah, podcast she died in her home yeah she died in her home but they but still... it was a place she frequented and they keep kept it for her mm-hmm. it yeah was, it was the kind of thing that they kept for her and uh, even the Marshall House mm-hmm. here in Savannah, uh, there's a trumpet player who committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the Marshall House is uh, extremely haunted. Uh, it does not make our list because they don't like to say that they're haunted. Right. And they, they also right. are owned by a larger company um, that Avoids uh, the that denies yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah. In, entirely. Yes. Uh, although the Marshall House is truly one of the most haunted places yeah Yeah, and that's the thing is like you can't deny people's experiences and i think that's what matters with places because it's true although i don't understand why you wouldn't want to own your haunted nature but Mm -hmm. um you know like one of my first paranormal experiences in savannah was at the marshall house you know it's um it's a very very haunted place to be but yes it did not make our list because of that so Anyway, so the Hotel Monteleon, if you want to book it, you can book it through their website. Oh, and I also forgot to mention that for the Conjuring House. You can book it through their website, and um, there's a variety of different ways to book on their website. You just have to follow whatever best fits what you're trying to experience. But with the Hotel Monteleon, you can book uh, just like their normal, any room, uh, just through their website at thehotelmonteleon.com. It costs anywhere... Here's the kicker. Um, 
if you want to get bougie, you can get bougie with this hotel. <laughs> if you want to be on a budget, you can also do that uh, because it can range anywhere from $189 per night. Not too bad. Yeah. Not too shabby. All the way to $1,283 per night. Ooh. So that's why I said if you want to get bougie, you can get bougie. Um, but the most haunted part is the 14th floor. So if you are looking to stay on the 14th floor, I would highly recommend calling probably. That's usually the best way to go about it is trying to call and book over the phone. Um, so that way, whoever is helping you can put you in the best mm -hmm. proximity um, to that. Because I find a lot of times when you're trying to book haunted locations, um, especially with hotels, they're going to make it a little bit uh, more difficult to get certain rooms or whatever yeah. it is. Well, especially online. Like the exactly. online system, uh, you know, you're just being put in as input. There's no, you know, back and forth to be had. Exactly. Yeah. But if you're just looking to stay in the hotel in general and you just want to venture up to the 14th floor, you can easily do that. That's yeah. not um, an issue. Um, I will say, though, in just common haunted tourism practice if you're looking to go anywhere near halloween or uh new year's or any big holiday definitely try to book in advance um or just don't or don't or don't <laughs> do because it. The, the amazing thing is going in off season to these places is so wonderful because not only are you uh avoiding a a, a hike in in price you're also avoiding a hike in in perception. A lot of people show up at this time. Mm -hmm. It becomes very crowded. So if you go in the off seasons, you get more uh, personal time. You get a little more elbow room, as it were. It's true. Yeah, and uh, especially like places like Savannah, it's it's absolutely mind boggling. Yeah, if you come here in <laughs> January, February, you own this town. It's true. You do, and sometimes that's the best time to encounter oh, yeah. a spirit. It really and is. It's it's relatively temperate. You know, it's not that uh, it's, bad. It's, 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 uh, compared to, you know, uh, anything in, in New England, you come to <laughs> Savannah, you're like, oh, this isn't winter. So speaking of Savannah, boom, boom, boom. our number three is the 1790 Inn. And yes. so uh, one of our favorites, it's uh, owned by a just really wonderful man named Patrick. And he, shout out to Patrick. Shout out Patrick. to Patrick. I know he's listening to today's episode because we made sure to get all the details from him for yes. this episode. Um, but yes, so it is a fantastic place to stay. Um, now, the story of Anna, which is the most haunted room in the hotel, I made sure to pull exactly what's on their website because there is so much description or discrepancy, I There's should say. There's a lot of discrepancies, absolutely. When it comes to her story in particular. So um, on their website, they talk about three different spirits, including Anna. So there are at least three spirits which are believed to inhabit the inn. Anna is the most well-known. Guests staying in room 204 frequently report strange happenings such as jewelry or clothing being mysteriously moved from one place to, the, to another. Some have experienced being nudged or having bed covers moved. And she always seems to be a friendly spirit, yet always wanting to make her presence known. Accor according to folklore, Anna was a bride of an arranged marriage who fell in love with a sailor in the early 1800s. She is said to have thrown herself to her own death from a third floor window onto the brick courtyard below. Just as the sails of his ship left her sight and headed down the Savannah River to sea. That's so romantic. It is so romantic. I know. Some suggest that she was pushed from the window by her angry husband-to-be who had paid for her passage to Savannah. 
also very romantic and dramatic. <laughs> um, so that's Anna's story. Yep. But that's, Anna, that's room 204. 204. Okay. And Anna particularly... Uh, is the one who gets a lot of the discrepancies because there are a lot of people who will be like, she loves men or she really hates men. and Or um, that she's Anna Powers, the original owner of the building right. versus a maid or uh, uh, bride or yeah, scullery yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. personality. There's, a, there's so many stories about Anna and even Anna being a questionable name uh, because they think it was, it was kind of transferred back and forth. But... It, it works for identification purposes, you know, Anna the Ghost. And as a matter of fact, the, the um, 1790 in embracing the haunted nature of, of the stories there mm-hmm. uh, placed a mannequin I love that in mannequin. the window. Yeah. So if you go by at night, you will see this figure in the window. That's actually not a room. It's a hall. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is especially uh, weird because, like, my first experience there, um, I was actually working on a TV show that was, you know, doing uh, – hauntings and i didn't know about the mannequin so i was walking in the hall and there is a mm-hmm. mannequin behind the curtains and you're just walking by going what is that what is that <laughs> yeah it's um it's absolutely astonishing um how many people get freaked out by that mannequin uh, but it is it's definitely but it shows you the good nature of yeah. the of yes. the establishment it's true yes and i have an announcement you have an yeah. announcement. There's an yes. announcement. Yes, and y'all don't even know about it. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. surprises! Surprise yep. announcement. So we are at right now. We are at 121 para junkies. Mm-hmm. When we hit 140 para junkies, we will be doing an investigation inside of Anna's room, room 204. Excellent. Oh, there you go. That's It'll be exciting. For para junkies only. Fantastic. And it will be a live stream, and it will be a it will be like kind of a lot what we a lot like what we did with uh, Washington, Georgia. That's excellent. excellent. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yep, that's, yep. that's super fun. Yep. So 140. We got what is that? 19 to go. Yeah. 19 that's, to go. So become a para junkie, and you know. Do that. That's gonna be fun. And you also, get to an investigation. Yes, and also, um, let's see, let's see. At I spoke to uh, Patrick um, mm-hmm. yesterday, and we talked to, um, a little bit because I I know there's some like special things with this room, uh, like that you have to do and all mm-hmm. that. Um, and he, you know, basically we just wanted to clear some air that uh, there's not a year long wait list, like everyone says. Everybody says is. that, yeah. Yes. yeah. Everybody, everybody says that there's not a year long wait list. You have to um, book. Uh, a year in advance for Halloween night Absolutely. and nights around right. Halloween and also New Year's. Yeah. Other than that, there are uh, plenty of plenty availabilities of mm-hmm. and you definitely need to, uh, to check it out. It is 10% more uh, to book that room. Sure. It's 10% more to book that yep. room because there are, you know, obviously it's people wanting to investigate yeah. it. But and wear and tear on the yeah. room. Oh, yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. And it is like almost, I'm not going to say it's guaranteed because nothing in the ghost world is guaranteed, but it is an exceptionally haunted room. Yes. Exceptionally. Mm -hmm. Yes. And in Halloween season, um, it's going to be, oh, we have actually a prize that's going to be not for our podcast, but for uh, a game show. Uh, We are partnered with the 1790 with the Savannah Underground as a prize package. Um, Yeah, very cool. 
we'll announce that at a later date. But yeah, we we love the seventeen hundred ninety. Yes. Um, but anywho, there are other spirits though. Uh, there's a boy named Thaddeus um, who is sometimes seen on the ground floor of the restaurant and the tavern, which they do also have a restaurant in there in, which yes. is really different for like a bed and breakfast type, you know, small inn. Um, you don't usually see that. And so it is very convenient if you like a nightcap at the end of the evening. Yes, or uh, you want fantastic to, bar. It's you know. really nice. Um, so there's that. Thaddeus leaves shiny pennies lying on the tables, bar, and the desk. He, too, is a friendly spirit who is sometimes experienced as a warm, unexplainable presence. And then there's one last spirit who I always heard about um, as being the negative spirit (laughs) of the inn. Um, I would dare say protective. Yeah, well, (laughs) throwing things at people isn't very nice, but... But context. Mm Mm-hmm. But contacts. Um, but yes, yeah, so of a less friendly nature, there is mm. a spirit that sometimes roams the kitchen area of the, the inn. Yes, she is a cook, um, and she is said to be wearing a lot of metal clanking bracelets. Um, so people will often hear, you know, that sound coming from like random areas in the kitchen, especially employees at later parts of the evening. And when they're closing down, they'll hear the the cook, if you will. Um, but also it's usually followed by pots and pans being tossed around or spice jars being thrown at unsuspecting kitchen workers. Um, I also remember hearing like one story at one time, I don't even know if it's true, but about like some employee who um, came in and had a knife thrown yep. at them. By the knife. The, well, yeah. and that employee basically said it was my kitchen is what happened. Oh. The full exchange was the employee had been fed up by ghostly activities and announced that it was their kitchen and a knife (laughs) went flying at them. So don't mess with her. Yeah. But yes, so definitely um, if you want to stay there, it's a really wonderful place to be. It's right in the middle of downtown. Um, It's super accessible to like literally everything you want to be. It's it's convenient walking to everything. Everything. And so we highly recommend it. It's only a block from the uh, Clare Center. It is everything, isn't it? It's like right there in the middle of just all the good stuff, huh? Yeah, it's true. Like um, killer location. Yeah. You you got the Colonial Park Cemetery right. literally right there. Absolutely. Davenport House is right there. Davenport's sure. right uh, there. Keo House is directly across the street. Broughton Street, um, Leopold's, um, all the good stuff. Owen Thomas House is directly across the street. You know, it's 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 well located. So even if you don't have any interesting ghosts, it's a great place to stay. It is. And, um, but yes, like JT said, you can book it at any time during the year, except for, you know, like Halloween, big special events. And that is is, just that room. Keep in mind that the the hotel does have hauntings, multiple rooms and, and the entire thing is, uh, an experience to be had. Uh, there is, uh, on the, on the same floor as the 204. Um, and it's weird because you keep saying it's 204, but 204 is actually on the third floor. Because right. the restaurant uh, is the bottom floor, and then the second floor is 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 all the one o rooms, and then the third floor is all the two o rooms. Um, but on that floor, uh, down the hall, is a oblong mirror um, kind of uh, coat rack thing. You know, it, it has like a table, a, a mirror. Uh, where you hang things, but it's just like placed in the corner, and that thing is a heebie-jeebie machine. Heebie-jeebie you know, you, machine. You, you get up on that thing, and you're like, 
oh, there's something wrong with this thing. Right. Um, and uh, it turns out that it came out of the Kehoe house when it was mm. a funeral home. That sounds about right. Moved across the street and put into the corner of that room, uh, or the corner of that hall. So, yeah, if you want to stay next to that, you can absolutely, uh, anytime during the year, it's really fun. Um, and you can book that through their website uh, regularly. And um, the Room 204, if it is available, it will show up on their booking system online. And they make it really easy because they have, you can literally pick what room you want to stay in. Like, you want to stay in Room 102, you can pick that on there as long as it's available. So, I would say uh, if you're looking to book it for your trip, put in your trip dates and just scroll on through and see if it's available. Um, but definitely, uh, I think a really solid number three for the list. Yeah. Yeah. You know? All right. Excellent. Before we go into number two, uh, pause this. Go watch The Woman with Mismatched Fingers on YouTube. It's <laughs> super dope. Yeah. And now number two. And based on Maybe. a ghost mail. Uh, an actual uh, uh, experience that was shared with us through our ghost mail. And if so the, if you have a ghost story, share it with us. To ghost mail at hauntedcitypodcast.com. So, with that, though, number two. Number two. The Crescent Hotel in Eureka oh Springs, Arkansas. We all know uh, this one. The Crescent. <laughs> ah, yes. Well, I think it's a really freaky hotel, in my opinion. Just b- based on the history alone is dark tourism like gold (laughs) you know um if you're not familiar with the crescent hotel let me enlighten you so it was originally built in 1886 the crescent hotel in eureka springs arkansas was taken over by the criminal and entrepreneur norman baker which also sounds a lot like norman bates but not but not in the same way they did not have the same mo so don't worry they have a ghost page they do. They have a whole ghost page. <laughs> they like their ghosts. They do. Um, so Norman Baker in 1937, who turned the property into a hospital and health resort while claiming to have a cure for cancer. How messed up do so you dark. have to be? So dark. <laughs> to tell people that like, yes, I can cure your cancer. Come to my bizarre little hotel thing. Well, it was all the craze of the period, yeah. though, and a lot of people don't realize that uh, the health retreats and the idea of health retreats uh, were so big, and people died mm-hmm. horrible deaths because they were being treated with just non-effectual things, and their pain was not uh, addressed at all because they were like, we, we've got this. We're going to yeah. give you you know, face massage, and you'll be fine. And they're like, but I'm on fire. My body hurts. And they're like, face massage. You'll be great. Right. <laughs> so um, Norman Baker would be uh, later jailed for mail fraud, although that was hardly his worst offense. Um, many people allegedly died under his untrained supervision, and some paranormal experts say the hotel's sordid past caused the spirits of several patients to stick around. The hotel is now a beautiful, expansive retreat. It offers ghost tours and even features images of ghosts spotted at the resort on its website. Um, So this place, uh, you know, Norman Baker has still been captured around the hotel. Lots of patients have been captured around the hotel. So it's very haunted in that regard. I have never been to even Arkansas, so I can't speak on the fact of whether or not I think this is residual type hauntings or not. But nonetheless, 
if you want to go somewhere and just take a crap load of photos and see if you can capture something it's a really good place to do so yeah they they famously have a lot of evidence like yeah um that's what that's what i know of the crescent uh i don't have any real experience with the crescent at all but i do know that famously people have have come away with some incredible you know photography and incredible images um and and i like to think that it, there is something to the idea that when um when norman baker passed away his spirit was literally drawn back to the place to torment him you know he, that so. he would not have rest that he would not be given rest so uh you know a lot of times we think about the weight of guilt and i just don't believe he had guilt of his own so i think he is being made to suffer not suffering on his own exactly and you know and i hope that's the case yeah exactly you know? <laughs> <laughs> that might just be wishful thinking but i i do think that because um you know by the time he passed uh, he was not associated with the building anymore in, in that regard um there probably is something at the place saying no you don't get to go you don't get to leave yeah, that easily you, know, you, you have no peace and so uh, that's why I made it number two, because I think with that dark of a past, you're going to innately get a lot of yeah. spirit. And the volume of, of, because that's, again, like I said, the only thing I know about it is the volume of evidence that people seem right. to get from the Crescent. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think that speaks volumes in general about a place that if you're going specifically to find spirits, the more volume you have of spirits, the better chance you're going to have with a paranormal type experience um so makes it pretty high on my list also eureka springs from what i can tell seems like it's kind of uh, it's a small town it's not around like a ton of stuff i mean there's not a ton of stuff in arkansas in general so makes yeah, it I have very little experience with arkansas i don't think i've ever been yeah so. i've never been either but you know it's um it seems like that would also be a really good place for paranormal type activity because there's not a lot of input right. of outside stimulus if you will um because if i'm correct the history of eureka springs was it was a hot springs town right so it was already a health retreat type place and the, i think they wanted to keep that honoring of the the relaxing vibes if <laughs> right, you will sure. um but yes, if you there isn't like one particular room that's like overtly more haunted. So it seems like you can just take your pick at the lot and just start wandering around the hotel, which they obviously, um, you know, accept happily. Yeah. And Pear, they, Pear Junkie Radar stayed in what, the doll? No, that was no, at that was the another... Jefferson Hotel in okay. Texas. Yeah. Um, but she caught, she caught an image. I can try to find it. She caught an image of what looked like a doctor in the... Yeah. It was weird. In the in the elevator door. Yes. Not like standing in the elevator, but like in the... Let me see if metal. I can find yeah, it. Yeah, the reflection. I think I have it because she, she sent it to me to edit, and I know she'd be cool with me showing it. But yeah, she um, she was the one who I first like really got the the details of the Crescent Hotel, which I thought was interesting. Um, but yes, so if you want to book it though, if you want to book a room in general, you just book through their website, which is crescent-hotel.com. Um, and they have rooms that range from $180 per night up into $454 per night. So very reasonable and whatnot, depending, especially if you're only doing a little short jaunt over there, not super bad. Um, and they do nightly ghost tours, which is super fun. That's super fun. 
Yeah, so I think it's a really cool place to stay. Um, it sounds very similar to what it was like when we went to the Magnolia Plantation yes. out in um, St. Francisville, Louisiana. That was before the podcast. Yes, that was way before the podcast. And um, they they had the same thing where you stay the night there. They obviously don't care if you walk around the property and take photos and stuff, but they do a ghost tour every night so you can, you know, get access to the whole house and they tell you all the history. It's very fun. So if that's the same way I can imagine, it's, it seems like a good paranormal place to be. Oh, yeah. But... Jay, do you want me to move on to number yeah, yeah, one? Yeah, move, on, move okay. on. I'm still looking. I'll bring. I'll bring it back to it Alrighty if I can find then. it. So, it's been a minute. Number one, the Queen Mary. Bam, bam, bam. The Queen Mary. The Queen yes. Mary. And I kind of kept this one brief for us because we did a, we whole, did a whole episode, episode on right? the Queen Mary. <laughs> so, if you want all the nitty gritty details of what's going on on that ship check out that episode oh, uh, yeah. because we went very in depth, uh, but it is unbelievably haunted. Um, I actually had some guests from LA a couple weeks ago who came on my tour and they were, you know, very into ghosts and stuff, but the daughter was like a child actor or something. Oh. And so she uh, had booked some job, for a TV show and they were filming on the Queen Mary. And so they booked rooms for all the cast to stay on the Queen Mary because their call time was like 5 a.m. or something. And they said that it was the worst experience they've ever had in their life. Like the activity in their room was unbelievable. They're like, first off, it's claustrophobic yeah. because it's like a crew, like old cruise old ship. Old cruise ship, yeah. You know, and so the rooms are like the size of, you know, like a uh, jail cell. Um, and so. You're saying in that there's not really windows. I think they said they had like a porthole and that was it. Um, and then on top of that, they were talking about how like the spirits were pulling the covers off of them all night. Um, they saw what looked like a woman standing in their doorway, staring at them all night and would not move uh, no matter what they said. It couldn't help that they were doing... Uh recreations right you know they were telling the ghost stories so exactly you're you're automatically going to be targeted exactly know, that, that you're you're portraying <laughs> the ghosts and the the people who have who have suffered on the on the ship yeah because so many people died on the queen mary from a variety of different things and hence why i tell you go watch that episode right. because if you want to know like we have a about full episode all of those specific gory details but the point is is that it seems like every single person i've ever heard of or read about who has stayed at on the queen mary has had some type of experience sure and um we even had a ghost mail sent in one time yep. about yeah, somebody's that's what experience. spurred it didn't it yeah the, the that, wet that ghost. made us make the um the full, the full deep episode, dive right yeah because they had the experience with the wet ghost yep. and it's like which also will eventually spur another episode about sure. wet ghosts and ghosts who die from tsunamis and things like that maybe one day mm -hmm. um, well, we, we were talking about that uh um with cruise ships and haunting mm -hmm. of, of cruise ships you know just uh just the, the concept and idea of every cruise ship must be haunted as well Oh, yeah. Well, and so that's uh, so JT and I, the reason why we talked about cruise ships is because JT and I are um, 
our wedding anniversary is in October, but because we are in the spooky Spook business, yeah. uh, we cannot celebrate our wedding anniversary no, in we October. Um, so we celebrate in September. Um, so we are taking a cruise at the beginning of September on one of the uh, it is currently the world's largest cruise ship. It's brand spanking new. Um, and so we were talking about, I wonder if it's already haunted or not. Um, because you can do a deep dive rabbit hole into um, how many people die on cruise ships annually. And it is baffling. Baffling. Not to mention just spirits lost at sea. Oh, yeah, know, The concept absolutely. of seeing this large, bright light in the dark and being like, I'm getting on that. Yeah. Know? They're like, I'm tired of hanging out with yeah. all these sharks. Just floating. Yes. <laughs> out in the water somewhere. And so, um, but like the sheer number of homicides that happen on cruise ships, uh, that happens a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of people die from heart attacks, strokes. Uh, because For anybody who's getting this bright idea, just because you're in international waters doesn't mean you can kill someone and not be prosecuted. Exactly. You know, I think, well, because I think there was an epidemic of people who thought they could commit heinous crimes on ships. And because you're in international waters, you're not actually accountable to the law. Yeah. That's not what that means. That's not what that means. <laughs> and, and, and you will have to answer. Uh, well, if you're caught, you will have to answer. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of times, a lot of the stories, because JT and I are freaks, if you didn't know. Um, in the last cruise we went on, we did a deep dive into this. And a lot of them are lovers' quarrels. Oh, sure. Um, you know, people go on honeymoons, and they definitely should not have gotten married in the first place. And now Facts. they're trapped in a tiny room together, and they go insane. They snap. So that happens a lot. People die from natural causes, like because a lot of elderly people mm -hmm. go on cruises so uh, there is also and that's another thing is you know later in life a lot of people dedicate all their free time and their leisure time to cruises so after they pass cruises are still big mm -hmm. in their in their spiritual journey as a part of where they felt safe a part of where they felt loved and 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 goodness so going onto a cruise ship is what the pattern of the spiritual activity was as well it's true all right i have the photo Okay, pull it up. All right, so this photo was sent in by uh, Parajunkie Radar. Uh, this was at the Crescent Hotel, which is our number two uh, haunted hotel today. And basically, um, I'm going to show it to y'all in one second, but basically on the left uh, side, it is the original photo. And that's the one she sent me. She asked me to edit it in Lightroom. And so put it in Lightroom and I did some editing and then the middle one and the third one um, over all the way to the right. That's where you can see the uh, that's where you can see the faces. So here, I'll turn it for you guys and boom. All right. It's actually just one face. But um, here's the original photo. And then you have this, the face right here. It's hard for us to tell on this screen, but I, I, know, what, I know what yeah. this photo looks like. And then like. this one, you can see a pretty defined face. Um, in the bowler hat. Right too. there. Yeah, and the bowler hat. So, Which would have been appropriate for the 30s yeah. when he was practicing. Absolutely. Yep, 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 yep. So that is it. Wow. There you go. So she might have caught Norman Baker. Woo!
but scam artist. Yes. And so, um, but because of the sheer volume of paranormal activity and it seeming like literally every single person who comes onto that ship has some type of paranormal experience, that seems like a number one for me. Yes. Um, and it's so accessible for everybody to go because you don't have to stay in a particular room to have oh. paranormal activity. Um, you it's can just literally, haunted all around. It's just haunted all around, which I personally really love and I would love to go stay there eventually. Um, been a long time since i've been out to california but oh, yeah. it's it's uh but yes yeah, so that um the queen mary is currently docked in long beach california outside of la so um if you live in the la area which i know a lot of our listeners do definitely go out to the queen mary and that's a a, a good point to bring up wherever you are there is a haunted hotel near you Wherever you are. So, you know, just do a little Google search, find out the, the haunted hotel near you, the nearest one to you, and check it out. I mean, if that is something that you're interested in, if you want to have those experiences, it is a self-contained experience because for the price of a hotel room, you are now staying in a place that offers you the opportunity to experience some haunting or, or at least be in proximity to some haunting. So, you know, don't, don't think that you, you need to adhere to any list. Uh, because uh, you, you take the um, the Fitzpatrick, uh, and yeah. mm-hmm. you know uh, it, it is kind of an out of a way hotel, but it's right there in in kind of the rural area of Georgia. It's a f- fantastic place to experience or to have experiences in, mm-hmm. and it that was. gives you this kind of idea that anywhere will have a haunted hotel yes. anywhere you go to. Uh, I'm kind of surprised the Stanley Hotel didn't make it to the top So five. we have on, uh, honorable mentions. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> and so um, to finish at the Queen Mary, though, uh, definitely you can book any of the rooms on the Queen Mary. They also have a variety of different experiences as well. If you just want to go visit it, they have that option as well. You don't have to stay there. Um, but the Queen Mary can be booked through their website, queenmary.com. And it costs anywhere between $136 to $255 a night uh, for just a stateroom. But they do offer other packages and ghost tours are an additional fee. So if you want to book a ghost tour at the end of the night as well, that's a really great experience. And I one day, and I'm sure we will all go out oh, yeah. there and do that. But <laughs> One day. One day. Um, but yes, for our honorable mentions, though... Um, we have the Fitzpatrick Hotel in yes. Washington, Georgia. Yes. We have the... So, so haunted. So haunted. So, so very haunted. And Just the, not a lot of notoriety to it. Exactly. Yet. Which, <laughs> although Ghost Brothers did. Yes. They, yeah, they did do that's that. That's pretty cool. Uh, which is really exciting for them. But um, then we have the Stanley Hotel in Essie's Park, Colorado. And then I had one more... Um, but I can't remember it. But yes, it was, no, it was you the Hawthorne in uh, Salem. I had or, that one as uh, well. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. it, literally anywhere you go, um, uh, if the Cecil Hotel still uh, was open, is it open? It's not open, I don't think. But that would have been on the list, absolutely. So there's there's plenty. Like everywhere yeah. you go, every town, every city, uh, there is a hotel that has a ghost story attached, and uh, and uh, we put it to you. Mm-hmm. Para junkies, uh, find a find a haunted hotel and stay the night. Yeah, and then write a ghost mail to us about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Yes, yes. I had That's the Hawthorne true. Hotel on my top five list, and I actually booted it. Mm. Um, so it's the Hawthorne is such a nice hotel. It is. And, it's beautiful. And it doesn't. It doesn't have I, no heebie-jeebie alarms going mm-hmm. off, but it's a beautiful hotel, and you're kind of like it's oh, historic. This is nice. um, mm-hmm. There's the um, there's a hotel in uh, 
in St. Augustine. It escapes my brain. But I remember walking down the halls of that hotel in St. Augustine and thinking, this just doesn't feel natural. <laughs> right. Like like literally, yeah. the, uh, the, the halls were diagonal. So it wasn't like you were like walking straight down. You were walking at a diagonal and then another diagonal. And you're like, this can't be right. You know, right. Who puts diagonal halls in anything? So I remember my last one now. It was um, as an homage to my hometown, the Don Caesar in <laughs> St. Pete, Florida, <laughs> which is if you look up a lot of the lists of most haunted places to stay in um, in the U.S., the Don Caesar does usually make it. I didn't include it on this list because it's not haunted enough to beat out the rest of these things, but I think it's an honorable mention, and it's a beautiful place to stay if you're in St. Pete at all, but... Yes. Um, but with that, y'all, I hope you enjoyed today's episodes. And like we said, if you have any haunted hotels that you would like to, us to do a deep dive into or uh, haunted places to stay that you'd like us to do some more research on, send it in to us. Um, you can pretty much send everything to ghost mail at this point since TikTok has taken away all my resources. Um, right. Any <laughs> so, questions you have, any uh, responses you have, all, uh, and of course, ghost stories. Yes, and ghost stories. But with that, though, y'all, my name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And stay spooky, y'all.